You are listening to A Taste of Romamu, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Romamu, please visit romamu.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. It was a week ago, the 26 students were here with my friend Stephen Flam in a course about singing, about breath, about becoming singers. Although a week ago, really, it should have arrived this week, but it's nice to have two singing weekends because this is a special weekend that is called the weekend of singing. Shabbat Shirah, the weekend of song. It's also a weekend in which Tu Bishvat, the New Year's or the New Year for Trees, takes place. It almost always coincides. And there is a tradition, of course, within the Jewish tradition, that everything in creation, all of the trees and all of the animals have their own song. We even learned this week in the study center in the Beit Midrash, a Torah, a beautiful Torah from the great-grandson of the Baal Shem Tov, the founder of the Hasidic movement, who said that when you pray, you should pray in a field, because when you pray in a field, all of the grasses of the fields pray with you. They all they add to your prayer. So there's a lot of singing going on this weekend. And of course, the name for Shabbat Shirah, the special Shabbat of song, is rooted in the famous song, the most famous song in the Torah that we'll be reading tomorrow morning. It's a song that is before Marley's redemption song or freedom song. There was this song. This was the song. As the Israelites are leaving Egypt, they take the long, circuitous route. God knows that they're afraid, and if they see war, they'll go back the other way. And so they, they make their way, and they camp by the Yamsuf, the Reed Sea. All right, jokers to the left of me. Yamsuf in front of me, Egyptians behind me, the Egyptians catch up, and they are scared. And in what should be another sermon, so I don't want to distract you, but you'll see all three stages of PTSD happening for the Israelites. They are ready to fight. They went out ready to fight. They were also fleeing. They're running away. And now they have the third and most dangerous stage of PTSD, which is freezing. They freeze and they begin to pray to God. And God says to Moses, what are you? Don't tell them to pray. Now's not the time for prayer, my friends. Now you have to go. And so they go into the Reed Sea and it opens and they make their way through and we all know the story. And then they burst out in song. And that is the song we sing every day in liturgy. And especially tomorrow morning, we'll read the actual song of the sea here in Shul. And it begins with this mysterious line. Az yashir Moshe uvenei Yisrael zot ladonai, vayomru leimur. And then Moses sang. Az, A-Z, can all say that? Az? Say it one more time. Carol didn't say it. Az, like the wizard of, right? Az. Yashir, Y-A-S-H-I-R. Yashir. Can you say that? Ya? Yashir. Az yashir Moshe. Az Yashir Moshe. Okay, you can stop now. 
And then Moses sang a song, but the grammatical form is problematic. It's true that it means, and then he burst out in song, but more often than not, when you hear the word az, like in the psalm that we sing traditionally before Birkat HaMasam, before benching, we say, az yimalei sechok pinu. Az means, and then it will be. It's a future tense, and then it will be. Az yimalei, then our mouths will be filled of, with Laughter, says the psalmist. And here too, az yashir, more literally would mean, and then will Moses sing? So many commentaries on what it means. I want to share one from the Kedushat Levi, from Levi Yitzhakah Burdichev. The Burdichever says very, very beautifully here, that the future tense here is actually not future, but another form, which is mitpa'el, it's to cause another. It's causative. And he says that az yashir Moshe uvenesrat means, and then Moses and the Israelites sang this song, or will sing this song, is this. And here are his words, if I can find it. He says that the real subject of and then Moses will sing and then Moses caused to sing is God. Az yashir Moshe uvenei Israel tashirazot and then Moses and the Israelites sang a song Ladonai for God Vayom rulemor and they said to God now you sing. As Yashir Moshe, and then Moses Yashir will cause to sing. And they ask God, now that we're singing God, you sing. What does it mean to sing a song that then invites others to sing a song? What does it mean to sing for God's sake? Sing for God's sake. To sing for God's sake is at least twofold, maybe more. To sing for God's sake means that when you sing your song, the only song that you can sing, the only song that you were meant to sing, the only song that is your song, and it doesn't have to be melodious or harmonic or in perfect pitch, it doesn't have to be an igun from the shtetl, or it doesn't have to be Adele, it can be the song that is the natural voice, that is your un obstructed life force that is unimpeded, that roars like the river of you without any narrowing, without any efforting. When that voice, when that song is given freeness, freedom, rain, you then invite others to sing their song. So many of us grow up in thinking that if I sing my song, that it's going to make other people feel small. If I take my space, it means there won't be enough for others. If I tell the truth, it means that someone else will be shut up. What would it look like if the songs we sang were invitations? 
What would it look like if our being was a being that said, I want to invite you to sing your song. Now watch me, I'm going to sing mine. What would the world look like if that was what it meant, as Yashir Moshe, even the muted God who doesn't speak, the muted God says, Moshe, you sing, God. You sing your song. You show us what it's all about. You show us what meaning and purpose is behind all of this, but we're going to sing our song. We're going to invite that. That's what it is to sing a song. That's one level. To sing a song in life and to say that my purpose, my destiny, what it is that I'm bringing to the world is that I'm inviting that strength in others. I had the good fortune um, this past week to sit with a friend of mine from high school who, who was blessed enough in his life, successful enough in his life that he doesn't work anymore. So I said to him, my friend, what do you do with your days? He said, you know, I got a call and somebody asked me if I could mentor a kid in the South Bronx in Hunts Point. And then they asked me if I wouldn't mind supporting that person to go to school. I said, I'd, sure, one. And so he started mentoring this one person and he also paid for them to go to school. And now he's taking care of this many of those kids, mentoring five days a week. That's what he does. He wakes up and he mentors. Az Yashir Moshe Ladonai. I'm going to sing my song and I'm going to invite the song of creation, the song of every tree, the song of everything, that if I sing my song and model that, there's a reciprocity. Another friend of mine was sitting with me this week and he said, you know, David, what do you think Roman needs more than anything? And... Uh, <laughs> so I said, um, well, I don't know. We could probably use a building of our own at some point, you know. So you know what he said to me? This, this guy, Ian Lopatin, great guy, he said to me, you know what you do? You go find someone in the world who also needs a building, help them build their own building, and you'll see what the universe will give you. Now, I don't know. I don't know, but like 10 minutes later, we bought a building down. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> The, the, the Kedushas Levi, the Levi Yitzchak Berdichev says that Moshe and Israel are singing a song that will cause song to happen. Sing and they will join you. If you sing it, they will come. If you say it, it will go. If you sing it, they will join. And a second level of this, which I, What would it look like in our lives? What would it look like for me and for you? What would it be like for all of us? If we deeply believed that God, Goddess, Spirit, Universe, Consciousness, Being itself, the Great Mother, the Great Father, the Great Friend, the Aunt, the Uncle, the Grandfather, this, any image you want, if that presence was whispering in our ear, you have a song. What, what would that feel like? How would I know that in my body? In moments where I'm saying, uh-uh. That first moment when a child comes into the world, that first scream is the most beautiful, 
sound. A song of life, a song of the mazel, the energy, eros, yearning, the desire of all worlds to bring forth the manifestation of that unique expression of divinity in that moment. And it gives a krex, a sigh, and a scream. Az yashir Moshe, the song of splitting the sea is the song of every human being yearning for freedom, every human soul yearning for expression, every bigness saying, this shoe that I'm wearing doesn't fit the soul of my highest expression. And what would it look like in our lives if we not only remember that for ourselves, but ask others, how can I be? How can I be a witness for your song to come forth? And the last thing I'll say on this little interpretation from the Kedushas Lazy, from the Bird Shiver. It's not about you when it's you. When it's you, it's not about you. When it's me, it's not about me. I'm singing the song of my soul, not because of me, but because when a soul doesn't sing its song, the world is made poorer. When a soul doesn't sing its song, when souls are, are unable to find that support that they need to breathe, to sing, to sound, the God field is reduced. Divinity is impoverished. We are made less. As Yashir Moshe Daika for God. For you, Devorah, and for you, Yehuda, and for all of you. I'll end with Marianne Williamson, of course, the famous quote that many of you are probably thinking, when is he going to say that one? And here it is. Somewhere in notes that I didn't look at. You're playing small, right? You're playing small. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, but our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Our light, it is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. This is a Torah not just for us individually, but a Torah for traditions for religious traditions to sometimes feel that interfaith dialogue means I have to pull back. But bring your fullness and let's meet in fullness of song. It happens politically, it happens in this country. Perhaps maybe the reason why Bernie and Donald, with all of their radical differences and important distinctions, Perhaps one of the things that is most attractive about them is that they don't, we don't feel, at least I don't feel that they're pulling punches. I might not like what they're saying and I kind of wish some one of them would pull more punches, but there's something radically attractive about someone who feels freedom to sing their song. So I want to bless all of you on this Shabbat of song to sing for God's sake, sing. and sing, and others will sing too.